Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am your football host, Brandon. The words Washington and scandal go together like pig and fucker perna. The name in Washington is gone. Preseason games are gone. And yet, Dan Snyder is still there. Today, I have NFL preseason updates, the Hard Knocks trailer that's not really a trailer, Michael Bennett retires, and my thoughts on why Dan Snyder needs to be removed as owner of the Washington no-name guys. Let's go sports! This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. So yesterday, I talked about the NFL agreeing to test uh, players every day for the first two weeks of training camp. To me, that signals that the NFL is serious about getting players on the field for real games. Today, we learned that COVID testing will cost the league about $75 million, or in other financial terms, 75 Cam Newton-based salaries. The NFLPA also got their wish of playing zero preseason games. This was an ongoing negotiation that went from uh, a full preseason to two preseason games to one preseason game to no preseason games. Uh, We will never see a four-game NFL preseason again. Ironically, this would be the one year we all would love and embrace preseason football, which means we will now have none. Logistically, though, it makes sense, and again, Uh, has to make the players happy, which will lead to real football happening come September. Every single team has to learn a new way to conduct operations on almost every level, so scrapping unnecessary games to lock that down seems to make sense. In news we already thought happened, Michael Bennett has officially retired after 11 NFL seasons. Now, after noticing that Bennett had 69 and a half career sacks, nobody urged Michael to retire more aggressively than Rob Gronkowski. HBO's Hard Knocks dropped the trailer for its upcoming season featuring the Rams and Chargers. And by trailer, I just mean a musical montage of canned footage HBO had of both teams practicing in 2019. Literally, the only new thing this video has, other than a shot, one shot of SoFi Stadium, is the Rams logo, which HBO wanted to edit out, as every note from executives and producers was, when will the Rams logo placeholder be updated with the real Rams logo? Good to be back, man. There are roughly 50 no-fans jokes I can make, uh, but I'm honestly tired of doing that to the Chargers. I mean, when Peyton Manning starts doing it, it's gotten a little tired. I have standards. So stay tuned for the 50 more Rams logo sucks jokes to follow. Those are my standards. Now, the big Washington story, as I predicted, was finally published about 10 minutes after my video was uploaded last week. Uh, What we learned 
was that 15 female employees say they were sexually harassed by other employees of the Washington football team with no name. Which might work in Washington's favor because it's really hard to do anything legally when an organization doesn't have a fucking name. Every courtroom scenario basically plays out like an Abbott and Costello skit. Now, because of the seriousness of these allegations, I wanted to take the weekend to think about what should be said in regard to, oh yeah, relearning that Washington has been a scuzz bucket of a business from top to bottom ever since Dan Snyder took over in 1999 when the football world actually ended for all Washington fans. Technically, Dan Snyder and former GM Bruce Allen were not implicated in these allegations, but that doesn't mean Bruce wasn't a giant liar when he said this. You know, the culture is actually damn good. If an executive ever describes company culture like hot wings, it's actually damn good. You know he's not being honest. It also doesn't mean that Dan and Bruce didn't know that they cultivated a hostile work environment where harassment ran rampant. If you don't believe that Dan Snyder knew what was happening in his organization, you're an idiot. In the best case scenario, Dan Snyder was willfully ignorant because if you know anything about Dan Snyder, he was an overly involved team owner, like a, like a poor man's version of Jerry Jones. Now my friend, Capri Bibbs, stated it best in a song he once wrote about Dan. Shorty got go. We used to be cool on the low, but Shorty got go. Shorty got go. Shorty got go. And there is nothing short men hate more than being reminded of how short they actually are, which is why Capri used so many photos showing how short Dan is in the video. And that's why everyone calls him Shorty Dan Dan or just Shorty, which is short for Shorty Dan Dan. Not only does he make famously tiny Tom Cruise look small, here he is in the movie Lord of the Rings next to the Hobbits. Again, Dan was not accused of sexual harassment, but according to the article made fun of sales executive Dennis Green for being a male cheerleader in college and ordered him to do cartwheels for their entertainment. Reports are now surfacing that Dan Snyder fired a revolver at Dennis's feet, telling him to, quote, dance. Now here's the gist of the story in a Cliff Notes format. 15 women said they were sexually harassed while working for the potatoes. 14 of the women spoke with anonymity to avoid breaking non-disclosure agreements with the team. Harassment included unwelcomed comments of sexual nature and requests for female employees to wear tighter clothing. A play-by-play announcer for 16 years, Larry Michael, was alleged to have been involved in harassment and retired prior to the story's release. Director of Pro Personnel uh, Alex Santos and assistant player of Pro Personnel Richard Mann were also named and fired last week. Former president of business operations, Dennis Green, who I just mentioned, not the Vikings slash Cardinals coach, was also named, and he left the team in 2018 after the cheerleader scandal. Team president Bruce Allen was not accused of harassment. Dan Snyder was not accused of improper behavior with female employees, but was said to have belittled higher-up executives before 2019. There was no process in the employee manual for making sexual harassment complaints. 
Stairs were lined with plexiglass, which led to men looking under female employees' skirts. Female employees were constantly propositioned and invited to hotel rooms at training camp in Richmond, Virginia. Ron Rivera's only statement was that he wanted to bring a new culture here. The team hired an independent female lawyer to conduct the review, and the NFL is cool with her final review, even though the team hired her. There was no mention of drugs or bribes to referees, like was being teased on Twitter all week, and no mention of Jay Gruden or any coaches or any players. One of the early leaks with this story is that Jay Gruden and running back Capri Bibbs had intercourse with the same woman, a side chick, if you will, and there was a rift created between player and coach when Gruden found out that his side chick slept with Bibbs. Gruden was so upset that he benched Bibbs, which led to their backup running back missing a block, which led to Alex Smith's leg snapping like a twig. Basically, the darkest Curb Your Enthusiasm plotline ever. But this story didn't appear in the Washington Post, either because it didn't happen or because they couldn't verify that it did ha happen. Now, we, we have known Dan Snyder is a dirtbag for years. It's the worst kept secret in the NFL. I haven't been relentlessly shitting on him here because he's a good guy. We've known that organization is a hellhole for almost everyone who worked and played there from misdiagnosing and treating Trent Williams' cancer, to treating cheerleaders like call girls, to players being told you're not allowed to look Dan Snyder in the eyes, probably for fear that they would notice there's nothing behind them, to refusing to change the name, the potatoes have mimicked the city in which it resides, never, ever, ever doing the right thing. In fact, it's offensive to potatoes to associate them with this Washington football club. The fact that the other 31 NFL owners didn't have the balls to stand up for what is right and oust Snyder long ago just proves, well, it probably proves Dan Snyder has just as much dirt on many of them. Even the 360,000 Packers owners, he has dirt on all of them, every single one. And let me just say, they are not called cheeseheads for the reasons you might think. In my opinion, Snyder should be booted. In addition to being a sleazebag, he's never been a good owner. Since taking over in 1999, they have won exactly two playoff games. And I don't give him credit for the one they won in 1999, because he just got there. Ron Rivera stated that Dan Snyder brought him in to change the culture. Guys who know Ron Rivera or who have played for him believe he can change the culture. Uh, Rivera also noted that his daughter will be working for the team and he will make damn sure nothing like this happens while he is there. I mostly believe that. I believe in Ron Rivera's character. You don't let that fucker push you around. You're too good. And the rest of you motherfuckers the same thing. You have to challenge these fucking guys. You can't sit there and accept it. This is their fucking history. This is who the fuck they are. They expect you guys to fucking roll over. You can't. You've got to defy them and challenge their asses. You've got to fucking hit the goddamn center in the fucking mouth. Now here's the one problem I have. There's only so much a head coach can do uh, when you still have a bad owner. Ron Rivera was the head coach of the Panthers when their owner was ousted for sexual harassment and claims of racism. Rivera could have the best intentions, but he was literally at an organization that went through this on a lesser scale with the Jeans Friday controversy. 
The most controversial part being that you had to see Jerry Richardson in jeans in Carolina. And let's be clear, the only reason Dan Snyder is trying to change the culture is because he got caught. The reason the NFL acted so swiftly though with the Panthers is because unlike the potatoes, they don't make the NFL boatloads of money every year. Washington is the seventh most valuable team in the NFL and nobody can remember the last time they were any good. The Panthers had Cam Newton made it to the Super Bowl at Super Bowl 50 and are still just the 22nd most valuable team. The NFL will always put the bottom line above morality, which I guess makes morality the real bottom line, but now I'm, I'm confused about what I was saying. But shorty gotta go, gotta go. Ah, yes, yes, he do gotta go. He gotta go. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I hope this is the last Washington video I have to make because <laughs> they're not a fun team to talk about. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brennan Perna. Good night and good luck. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.